You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Stay tuned later in the show for a word from Bet Online, the sponsor of episode 209. Bet Online, where you can bet on sports games, esports, and lots of stuff. Even though there are no sports right now, lots of stuff to play. BetOnline.ag. We'll hear from them later in the show. And now, episode 209. Enjoy, everybody. Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the gaming hub. Your host, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham, strong. and Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Alrighty then. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 209. I'm Tyler. I'm Graham. And I'm Steven. And this is your community for all things Xbox. And before we jump in this week, everybody... First of all, thank you for joining us, and second, you may have noticed the intro is a little bit different than it has been in the past as we approach our four-year anniversary of doing the show. We wanted to, you know, look at kind of everything, and with uh, a new console generation on the horizon as well, we thought it would be a great time to make this shift. So we are going to be focusing going forward on Xbox, and that doesn't mean that there won't be anything relevant to any other gaming platform like Switch or PlayStation or PC, but we will be focusing on the Xbox side of things and focusing on building that community for Xbox gamers. So um, you may notice a little bit less about other things going forward. Not, it's not saying we don't like those things, but it's just what we're going to do going forward. All right. That, by the way, includes um, things on Game Pass, on PC, etc. So that's part of the Xbox family. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on from that. How have you guys been? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been pretty good. So you know, we're stuck in this you know quarantine, or self isolation, I guess would be a better word. It's not really quarantine, but anyways. So you know, I've had a lot of um, a decent amount of free time because you know I still have the school stuff to do, but now I have no travel time um, in between classes. I have free time, so I've been watching a decent amount of TV when I haven't been playing, and I I just started. And finished in the last like two weeks, Community on Netflix, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like at the end of it, I was, I almost stopped watching in the last season just because I didn't want it to end. And when I was watching the last few episodes, like I got sad that it was ending, and it just reminded me of like things that have happened in, like when I'm playing video games, and I was just wondering, have you guys ever felt? You know, in a TV show, a movie, or, like, a game, just sad to see the game end. And, you know, you're sad to leave the characters you've, you know, emotionally invested time in. And some games up to, like, you know, 80 hours to 100 hours with. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, I 
I can't think of any games specifically, but I know where, like, I'm making sure I got everything, everything absolutely done before proceeding to finish the game. Especially, like, some games where they, like, give you a warning, like, you are going to the final battle. Mm, If there's anything left undone, now's time to go do it. And I'm like, am I ready to make that plunge? Like, I, I still feel like I have more time to put into this game. So sometimes, like, I'll go back over and I'll do other side quests and I'll just milk the game till like there's really nothing left to do and it, it all depends on the game like sometimes I just want to get through the game and then maybe I'll go through the game and do like the collectibles sometimes like I feel like the collectibles take too long but yeah sometimes making that final step is like I don't want to do it but I feel like I have to do it because there's other games and I kind of want to see like how the story ends and same thing with TV series, too. I, I do find some, like, I don't want it to end. And then I'm sad when I realize, oh, there's only three seasons. And I'm like, now now what am I going to do? Like, I feel like I'm kind of lost. So, yeah, I do feel like sometimes I just want to cling to it and don't want to let it go. But, yeah, yeah, for sure, there are definitely examples. So, so sorry, Tyler, I let you go here in a second to to answer my original question but i was wondering has the fact that like a tv show might only have a season or two stopped you from watching because you're like i don't want to find a new tv show two weeks from now when i finish this yeah like uh i like to see that i can actually put some time into it and enjoy it instead of like well that's done now i gotta think of something else because sometimes it's a hard choice to to make so you want something that's gonna actually last long enough yeah, yeah. so you're your most recent question first, absolutely. If I see something's like one or two seasons, I'm not probably not going to jump in. Yep. Because if I if I end up really liking it, I'm going to want to binge it for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'll just wait until we get, you know, um, a three, four seasons in to do that. So a couple examples would be like, the, one of the only shows on network TV that I like right now is uh, Hawaii Five-0, which I think is in its final season right now. But I didn't really, I, I started watching it weekly on CBS back in season one, but then I stopped and I didn't go back to it until I think there were about three seasons on Netflix already and just got through all of them in, uh, in that one shot, you know, over, over a couple of weeks time, which I, it's just how I kind of prefer to watch TV now. And the show that did that to me was 24 being able to binge, you know, four or five episodes at a time rather than just having to wait for one episode a week uh, is what did that for me. So now I do that with everything. Like, I waited when the new Kruger Enthusiasm scenes uh, started until there were, like, three, four episodes to watch mm-hmm. and then watched it. So, yeah, it's very, I'm very much that way about stuff. Um, with games, so your original question, with games, absolutely. Spider-Man was one of them, and I oh, yeah. absolutely hated getting to the end of that game because it was so much fun. Right I think I beat you. that game in one weekend. Um, yeah, you beat it really fast. Surprising, but... Yeah, yeah. I beat it pretty quickly. I, I think like a week. But still, like, it sucked getting closer and closer to the end. Not mm-hmm. not that the game was bad. It wasn't. It was great. It was just that this is almost over. You know, which which kind of sucked. Um, Red Dead 2 was that as well for me. Mm-hmm. You know, just because the, the story was so good and it was building to such a great crescendo that... You just didn't want it to end. You wanted it to keep going. Yeah, I, th- I think the Mass Effect trilogy, now that I think of an example, that was a long invested because obviously trilogy, three games. 
So yeah, I do see how you would get invested into the characters and the story, and you just don't want it to end. And that ga- that trilogy had games like I remember Mass Effect Two. Um, you could lose your entire crew if you did not do stuff, um, and you invested mm-hmm. time because the game's not small. Um, you know, you spend thirty, forty hours, and then the characters die, and it's just like emotionally draining. <laughs> and it's it's funny because you know people talk about games being or some people like to don't or don't think games are art you know we've heard that before and and i think that's just ridiculous because when you're actually playing as the character i don't know i put myself in their shoes a little bit more than just even watching them on like a television or reading them in a book um because in a book or tv it's like you're a third party observer right but when you're playing the game you feel like you're part of the character a little bit like you can put yourself in that shoe and so yeah i remember red dead redemption 2 i just that was that was tough that that ending and um that was sad and i didn't beat it as quickly as you did i started that game slow and it took me a while but then when it got going i just could not put it down Mm -hmm. um and yeah that one that one hurt a little bit too it's a long game to begin with oh yeah by a lot of standards but you know still it just it felt like it went by quickly the, the only one that drug on was the first act or whatever the, in the yes snow. the snow yep yeah and after that it it really sped up for me and, and the story took off but i agree with you on the art thing there's more than one way to tell a great story like a great story isn't confined to a dusty old leatherback or a, you know leatherback mm-hmm. book from like 1850 you know it's it can be told lots of different ways and you know there are people out there in the media one of the most prominent ones i can think of right now is bill maher who you know like him or not whatever he's i i watch him occasionally and you know it's one of the things i disagree with him on most is that like he just mocks the idea that video games tell stories and uh any you know i remember he had an issue too when stan lee passed away about how people were sad about that and, like, yeah, people bring these stories to, to people in, in ways other than what you would call traditional, but they still leave a lasting impact. Mm-hmm. You know, especially now when people don't read as much, and, you know, I'm not advocating for that. I think people should read. But it's not the only way you can be, you know, exposed to great storytelling. And, I, you know, I think it's it's fair to, to say that it exists in other ways. So... It does, not everything needs to be like super explosiony at the box office, or, or uh, you know, a great book from a, a classic, or a movie that's like four hours long and like super deep and thought provoking to be a fun, good story. That, that's just me. So, yeah, I think uh, there's there are some games that tell fantastic stories, and you know, like Spider Man at the end actually made me angry. Not in a way like this game sucks angry. But, like, a way the story went, you know? And the fact that mm-hmm. it did that, I knew I was invested, you know? Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just because I knew the characters from outside of the game. It was, like, the way those characters were portrayed in-game. The way that they were performed by the, the voice actors. And everything done on screen in the game. Like, that brings that reaction out of you. And if you have that reaction you're experiencing a story that's good yep i remember um playing halo and i've played every halo game 
to completion except for Halo 5, um, which I need to do before Halo Infinite. But I, I remember Halo 4. I that campaign yet. I know. I can't believe it either. Um, Halo 4 got me all, all sorts of, like, unhappy and kind of yeah. sad. And that's from, a, a, like, a, a, jo- a genre that's not your prototypical, like, good storytelling series, right? Um, mm, no. you, you don't, you don't it's always than see... Gears, but it's not exactly, you know, known for it. Yeah, you don't always see great storytelling in, in shooters, but, man, the Halo, like, you... you in the Halo universe, you did get attached to the characters, including like Reach. Reach was very sad too. Um, and then you know you you're stuck with. I guess spoilers are long overdue on this one, so apologies oh, yeah. if you haven't played oh, Halo yeah, Four. Five years old. I know. Um, so you know you lose Cortana by the end of it, and that like she was a, a a staple character for the three mainline games. Like she was probably the second biggest character in in the series after mm-hmm. Master Chief. Um, yep. and then, you know, she dies or gets corrupted or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I forget what they actually call it, but like there's games across all genres that are just, they're emotionally, you get emotionally invested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, some, that's why it makes it hard for me to beat games sometimes is cause I just don't want to lose the characters either through whatever the story happens or through just. I don't get to play it again, you know, or I could always play it again, but it's not the same the second time. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, like, one of the weirdest ways that I'm experiencing this right now is in MLB The Show in Diamond Dynasty, because I'll have players that I uh, I get connected to, and they get, you know, they get big hits for you in big times, and you just love having that player on your team. And then you get somebody who's better at that position. And it's time to not have them in your lineup anymore. And it's still kind of like a sad thing. And I'm like, I don't want to. And there's one guy that I, I still, like, I have a much better player that I actually got yesterday. And I still haven't taken him out of the lineup yet, other than the games you and I played last night. Yeah. Um, because I just, you know, he's he's been a consistent player for me and good. And he's played above his rating. So it's weird. Like, you get this attachment. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh... I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and that's not a game, a, another game known for its stories. But when villagers like decide they they're thinking about leaving, like it, it hurts a little bit, especially when they're your favorite villagers. Um, and it's funny how you can create these attachments with just mm-hmm. you know any game that even if the game doesn't have like a, a a story or like good writing or something like that, you know, because the show is not a game for its story at all except for maybe road of the show but yeah you you create attachments with those guys um and then you just don't want to take them out even though they're objectively like worse than the player you'd be putting in just because it's it's an emotional thing and you know another thing is um oh no i i lost my train of thought well i was just gonna say that you know the the fact that the show brings an emotional response from me Often a much stronger one than I get playing a, a different type of game, you know? Yeah. Um, there's there's much more unacceptable, well, not acceptable, like, um, words that would not be considered pure and wholesome being thrown out when things are not going well, you know? Just like Graham when he's dropping F-bombs playing NHL. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's you. <laughs> I could have totally. dropped a few last time I was playing, but uh, yeah, we won't get how'd that go? That. You played last night. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, well, I lost both games, which okay. it's not a big deal. But 
man, some people are frustrating. Like, they just want to be, like, sore winners. I was playing mm-hmm. a game, and I was losing at the end of the second period, and we're going into the third, and he won the face-off, and he got the puck, and he just started skating back into his own end and hanging out behind the net, and he just kept doing that every time. It's like, I like I want to quit, but I'm like, yeah. well, I don't want to do that because I get a DNF and all yeah. that. But it's like, it, it just frustrates me. I'm like, I'm accepting that you're beating me. Like, I don't know why you got to be, like, this about it. What was so. the score at the time? You know, I think I was only losing by three. It wasn't nothing crazy. You know, what he was, you know, there's a chance, Graham, that he was basically just being a dick because you weren't quitting. Yeah. Well, I don't quit. And it's atrocious. But Yeah, and I don't either I rarely normally. Quit but if I'm going to get blown out in MLB The Show and I know what I'm playing, somebody who has just a loaded team and they're and they're better than me, like, I'll quit. Yeah. Well, I'll quit when it's like 4 nothing because I know it's about to be like 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a waste of both people's time. Yeah, I've seen people talk in the, in the show groups that I'm in uh, about, like, they're playing the events and they're six inning games and they're like... If uh, if they're not winning, whoever basically whoever takes the lead by like the first or second inning, the other person quits. And it's it's not that they're like asking for it. It's just how they've noticed they'll quit if they're losing by the second inning, or they'll mm. or the other person will if they're winning. And they, I mean, they were happy with that fact because it means they can get through games quicker and you can get the the rewards. And that's yeah. kind of how I am. Like if I'm blowing you out, like in NHL, if that were to happen. Um, Part of me would just want to skate the puck back just because it means there's less stoppages of play, which means you get done quicker. Yeah, and I'm not, and I don't think either of us is really like Graham, like saying it's okay to do what the dude did. Yeah. Because it's still a dickhead move, right? But yeah, I think we live in this time where it's like, I want to play as many games as I can. Yes. So it's just accepted that we're not going to play the whole game. It's like we're going to get to a point where. If one person has the upper hand, the other person just quits. Well, when we're going in five overtimes, then why don't they quit and give me the win? <laughs> right? Like if they don't want well, to that's not, time, right? I mean, that's apples and oranges, Graham. That's not even a, a good comparison. It, but yeah, it's because you still there's have a chance a, to win at that. There's a difference between I'm, I'm, I'm be, like saying. beating yeah. someone for nothing. I still had a chance to win. I'm still down by three. But uh, with, yeah. the way, with the way things are now, like that type of margin, it's just assume that the game's over. I know. You know, it's well, not, it has nothing to do with your skill level. It's just no. that's how people are. Well, I was saying another thing too. Like, say if I'm like start winning game and I'm up at three nothing, like even in the first period, like a lot of times people will just quit. I'm like, why did you quit? Like, you could still because turn up, this around. You're There's up three nothing, and they can just start a new game with someone else. And why yeah. drag on the inevitable? Yeah, and and people know when you're like you know when you're overmatched, right? You know when someone's better than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another um, thing too. So, I mean, I know that when I'm playing the show, and it's you know, it's not me like being a poor sport to quit that game. It's like let's let them move on and play a competitive person for them, hopefully, and let yeah. me play someone who's competitive for me. And but I don't think you should do the you know type of shit that that person was doing, right? Yeah, or you know. You know, c- continuously fake bunting or um, yeah, holding the right the R two button on PlayStation for the show just to mess with the other pitcher's timing. There's a lot of yeah. people that refuse to play like sportsman, like any sort of sportsmanship at all. It's like you get yeah. on an online game and just they're like, I don't care how I win, I just want to win. Oh, but that exists in shooters too, though. You know, that's that's true. So, but I don't I don't quit shooters and I don't recommend quitting shooters mm. because it's a team based game. Yeah, I, I'm strictly talking about like one on one stuff. And I, I, 
I don't play fighting games, but I assume it's a similar situation there. If someone's just getting creamed, they're just like, what's the point well, in finishing Although this? I'll say this for shooters. Um, I think that sometimes, as someone who, you know, takes a while to get to a point where I feel good in a shooter, um, I know when I'm playing with a group of people that's just above where I'm at right now, right? Mm-hmm. And staying in those games actually might hurt my team. Because if I'm just walking in and I'm, you know, getting You're killed feeding. every time. Yeah. That's not necessarily helping those people. So if I do, like, if it's any sort of competitive in a way that's like, hey, I'm not just playing for fun, you know, then I can see that. Because mm. it also sucks to get in the lobby after and have, like, three random idiots unload on you, you know? Um, Like, that's no fun either. Yeah, but you, you you say that as a laugh, as if you've done that in the past. No, but I I remember how I used to um, counter that back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes if they're doing that, you just got to be as annoying as possible. Oh, I know. Um, so Tyler, you could sing your favorite song. Um, <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. I, I do. Yes. Um, that that was a good one. I used to. I used to sing a Britney Spears song as loud as possible in Halo 3, like, whenever, if they were being, like, not very nice. Mm-hmm. And I was good at Halo 3, so they would just, they would always be sad that they got their, their butts kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they start, you know, talking that smack, and you just, you counteract by being just uh, just an annoying piece of crap. And it's, it's fun. It's hard I to imagine it. you being annoying. I, it is hard to imagine that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's hard to imagine... Though me annoying someone with my wonderful singing it also um, also very tough to imagine i'm basically neil diamond basically that's one, that's one yeah. way to describe it yeah you're <laughs> something <laughs> with currently no nba nhl or mlb you might think there's nothing to bet on right now well let me tell you you'd be wrong our exclusive partner bet online still has hundreds of events games and props to wager on from their online casino to poker and blackjack as they're bringing the Vegas right to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can wager on. If you're into entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. It's all open 24 hours a day, and it's all online. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag your online wagering solution. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, in shooters, it's 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 one of those things. But for some people, like, for example, you work, like, all day. And there's people that come home and they work and, like, gaming is their way to unwind, right? Yeah. And they want to relax and have fun. And all of a sudden, here's some, like, 14-year-old screaming at you. You know, and all, all of a sudden, it, it, that's not what some people want to hear, right? So, yeah. I, I do wish there was a way in matchmaking to have, just have it more balanced. So, like, if, if you're all, lo- if you're a level one, say you're getting in the game four months late, which is an eternity in an online shooter. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you, you get in, you're, you're put in lobbies with other level ones. Or, like, less than ten, you know? The problem is there's not a lot of those people. I know. But it's always like you're you're low level and you're starting the game new and all of a sudden here's a guy who's like, you know, he's already prestiged twice. 
Oh, I know. You know, and it's it's it, just it's really unbalanced. But it's fun when you're like you beat them, like you have a better kill death ratio, and you're like higher up on the scoreboard. I always loved that. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we're getting off track. But yeah, no, you're. That's a good question. I think uh, you know there are absolutely types of games and and stories in general, not just in games, but you know movies, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, franchises where you just don't want to see it end. And you know, I, I guess the exception to me there would be uh, Star Wars. Because Star Wars doesn't really end. The the expanded universe is so huge. Like, I know there's always going to be more. If yeah. I want it. And, you know, in like, episode 9, you know, we'd come this far, so, yeah? Yeah, but there are endings to story arcs. Sure. Um, and we saw, I mean, episode 9 was the ending to the Skywalker saga. Uh, yeah, but you could you could say that the ending 4 through 6... I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you, there's going to be an episode 10. They said that 9 was the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, I'm sure there will be an episode 10, but we'll see if it's no, new it's, people. It's going to be... It'll be an episode 10 with Skywalkers again. Because what will happen is they'll start doing these spinoffs and they won't perform as well. And they're no. going to go back to what... So you're saying like worked. 20 years from now? Or you oh, think no, it's even like less 10. time? Hmm. Yeah. Like 2030, maybe we'll be able to go to theaters again. By then? Yeah. I mean, I know, like, the Marvel, like, Marvel is also making more, um, mm-hmm. ep- like, I guess, not episodes, but they are, but Marvel movies. But for sure, the, like, phase one through four, the whole, you know, Thanos saga, or the Infinity War saga, or whatever they call it, like, that was definitely an ending to a... A time period, like we saw characters leave their roles and potentially yeah. not come back, and that I mean that was emotional too because that was like ten to twelve years of being invested in these characters. Graham, what's your favorite Marvel movie? My favorite Marvel movie. That's tough. I did like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Um, really? Okay. You picked two over one. Yeah. And I, I thought you were gonna say one. Right. I liked Endgame. I did too. And I would say infinity war 2 because it's kind of a two-part thing yeah Yeah. those two if you watch them back to back like it's very good i mean there there's very little that happens in between yeah um but it's uh it's very good um i still say captain america um the winter soldier is my favorite but well that's the best one it doesn't necessarily make it the favorite it it still is my favorite though like I, i like the cap trilogy the most yes that's just for me i mean if you take out the avengers stuff and and ultron is awful in my opinion but the original avengers and then infinity war and endgame were were great so yeah i like i really like the movies with good bad guys um especially Mm -hmm. ones that like make you question like are they really bad rather than just wanting Mm -hmm. to you know kill everybody like that's boring um so I, I think Spider-Man Far or Homecoming is one of one of my favorites, or Black Panther or Cap, um, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, those are probably my three top mm-hmm. favorites. Is that I like the villain guys? in Civil War too. Was oh yeah, intriguing. Very, especially because it's not a superhero, right? Or a supervillain. Yeah, and I, I appreciated that about it too. Yeah. So all right, how about video games, guys? Sure. Why Sounds not? good to me. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some video games, and there is actually some stuff to talk about this week. So, 
Phil Spencer spoke out again, saying that they're going to be showing off games soon, and that the the games for the Series X are the next stage in the reveal prog, uh, process that they have. So he also acknowledged that, hey, we, we heard you as fans. We know that you know you wanted more transparency, more authenticity this time around with the reveal um, process, and that's certainly been there, guys. Like, it's going all the way back to before even the Game Awards, but then seeing the box there. And they've, they've been out front, and they've been ahead of Sony in this pretty much every step of the way. Um, are you guys excited to see the games? Yes. Duh. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, to say no. <laughs> right? But, well, I mean, there's some people that are like, well, we already know what's coming. I don't think we do necessarily. We, we don't. Know, we know some things that are coming. I know two games that are coming. Halo Infinite and a, probably a new Forza game. Yeah, That's it. We don't we, even know that. Or and Hellblade. Okay, I know. You know the Hellblade. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say yeah. that. But what else? So, uh, there's got to be more than that, right? There has to be. Like, and, and, they're, and they're not going to show us... You know, six games that are exclusive that are coming out in November or whatever date this launches, right? But we're going to see release window games. And I, I bet you they lay out a roadmap for the first 12 to 18 months of the console. And I'm interested to see what else is there outside of Halo, outside of Forza. Graham, what do you think we're going to see? And you don't have to get super specific, but even genre-wise... Like, what do you anticipate seeing from them? You know, he keeps talking about going to Japan and getting a JRPG. So I, I really think he's trying to get into the JRPG market okay. because uh, Xbox doesn't really have it. Like, it's pretty much non-existent. And a lot of people really want those games. So I think he's just going to bring new genres uh, along with their, their main staples mm-hmm. just to make it more broad. And we know they have... A bunch of studios. I forget how many studios now. So it seems like that was their main focus. So I think we're going to be surprised with some new genres they're going to bring, and then there's going to be some like things coming from studios that are already ready that we weren't expecting. Okay. My my take, Steve, and then I'll let you go here. Is I I think they need an answer to two studios on the Sony side. They need an answer to Naughty Dog for sure, and what they offer. And they also need an answer to Insomniac, which they had. Yes, they did. And it was Insomniac. But now Insomniac signed with Sony. So, and, and those are, and they make very different types of games between those two studios. But I think they tap into, you know, some really cool stuff for gamers that Xbox just doesn't offer right now in the first party thing. And I, and I think they will. It's just a matter of, What's it going to look like, and what's the scale going to be? So, what are your thoughts? Well, I think they also need to compete with Sony Santa Monica. Um, yeah, I would agree, f- but that's their... I mean, would you guys say Santa Monica is like their, their top-tier studio? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't even expect Xbox to shoot for the... You know, well, I expect them to shoot for the moon. I don't expect them to necessarily you know, be setting foot there tomorrow. But... I would, I would be very happy if they could at least say we've got something to match up with what the type of stuff Naughty Dog does and the type of stuff Insomniac does. That's just me. Uh, I gotta look, because besides God of War, I can't think of a Santa Monica title um, before that. But I would say Naughty Dog's their number one studio. Yeah, maybe um, now. It might wasn't be. Horizon? I don't think that was San- Santa Monica. I don't think so. 
It might have been. I thought it was. I don't know. Well, we'll look into that. But uh, what I would like to see from Xbox is I don't think they're going to show as far out as you think they're going to show. I think a good thing is 6 to 12 months. Um, because you want surprises. I don't want to know what's coming 18 months and then not get anything else. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho 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 Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Now, if they only show a couple things and then they still continuously show, that would work too. But I, I could mm. see them showing 6 to 12 months and then as we get... Like six months in, start showing things like more for six months to twelve months later than that. So okay. you you get into your window. Yeah. Um, what I see happening is, it's been rumored, but it's been rumored like every time Xbox is having an, any sort of showing. Um, but I think we're gonna finally, finally see a new Fable game or a remake or a remaster. Um, yeah. I think remake is the most likely, um, rather I think than. So. Yeah, I think we see a fable like, like a, I, I mean, a sorry, like reimagining? a yes, there you okay. go, reimagining a brand okay. new fable game set in the same universe, but just completely nicks everything that came before. Um, okay. I see that. I think Halo Infinite, and I think Forza, and then I think one indie title, um, maybe not on the level of like your Cuphead or your Ori, but maybe something that's just as magical, but probably a new IP. Um, yeah. that's that's what my guess is. And then a little bit later, I agree with you, Graham. I do think we're going to see a JRPG. Mm-hmm. I hope it's Lost Odyssey 2. It just it makes sense because they've already have like they had a game already, you know, Lost Odyssey 1 that was very successful and very good. Like just follow up that way you don't need to create a brand new IP JRPG. You can just make a sequel. Here, here's the thing, I'll, I'll tell you this. I think they'll go as far out as their brand new studio is uh, whenever they're anticipated to release their first game, if, if that makes sense. They're, they're for a studio. You know, oh, okay. I think they're going to tease that. And we're not going to see a huge reveal. It's going to be like when they showed off Titanfall for the very first time. It was a, it was at E3. It was like one of those, like, oh, and one more thing at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you see, you know, a shooter, a soldier guy running. It looks very Call of Duty. And then all of a sudden, here's this massive freaking Titan that comes, like, crashing down. Yeah. And it was the coolest freaking thing ever. And I think, you know, it's going to be a reveal like that. Just very short. Um, but it'll get people talking and get people excited. Yeah. Sony Santa Monica, by the way, only has made God of War um, okay. and Kinetic Cup way back in the day. Okay. Um, so, I t- yeah, I take back So, I don't about. think they're nope. the number one. You're right. It's definitely Naughty Dog. Yep. Yeah. Um, Insomniac makes good games and they've, I mean, it's not surprising they got, uh, swallowed up by Sony because they made so many Sony games in the past. Like Sunset Overdrive was the, what's it called? The, um, the exception. Yeah. 
because uh, the re- like the, I think the the Jack and Daxter games are theirs, mm-hmm. and those were and Sony exclusives. I think for Insomniac and where they're different in a lot of the uh, the Sony library is that it, I, w- I wouldn't even know if I'd say they make good games. They do, but what the most important thing is they make really fun games. So I met Ratchet and Clank, not Jack yeah. and Daxter, but their games are just really fun, and it's not a it's not the fun that's like with seriousness under it, like Last of Us, right? Not say Last of Us isn't fun, but it's a definitely definitely different tone. Yeah, and same with God of War. You know, mm-hmm. whereas Insomniac makes those games that are kind of like innocent fun and, and really can eat up a lot of time really quickly from you. So, yeah, I, I'd like to see Xbox do something on that side. I also think they need to reinvest in some of these third party partnerships and relationships. Like Sony can't be the home of Call of Duty and of Battlefront uh, and everything else. And Destiny. Yeah, and Destiny, even though it isn't anymore. But, well, we don't think. Hmm. Um, Because that deals with Activision, not with Bungie. So, they can't be the the face of every advertisement, though. Because I do remember when the first Battlefront came out, there were a lot of people who thought it was a PlayStation exclusive because everything had PlayStation branding all over it. Oh, yeah, PlayStation brand. Xbox needs to be better at branding. Mm Mm-hmm. They've got and I think they've got more better. about saying this is the place to play this game. Mm-hmm. And not just the best place to play games, but this game. Oh, yeah. You know, whether it's Call of Duty or Destiny or whatever. So I, I think they need to do that, and I hope they do, and I think they will. I, I have no. I feel really good about what they're doing. Yeah, I just. And, I want to see it at this point. I, mm-hmm. I do feel good. I mean, I've. I talked previously about just needing to see the games, but and I still do need to see the games. I just I am I have high hopes. Mm-hmm. So Graham, we're all excited to see the games. When do you think we're going to see the game? So I want you guys to predict an exact date. Okay, so that this is going to happen. So the reveal event where they show off, and then and then not just the date, but what do you think is going to happen there? So outside of games, do you think we're going to get a price, and do you think we're going to get a release date? Uh, for the for the console. Yep. Yes, I I think uh, when it happens, and my prediction is it's going to happen when E three would have happened on the Sunday, uh, whatever date that would be. What what, what date was that? The seventh. Yeah, it would have been the seventh. Yeah. The seventh. So I think June the seventh is when we're going to get it, because they're going to try to keep it in line with e3 and that's what they're planning for but they're planning on do it on stage so i I think that's what it's going to be the fact that it hasn't been announced yet and we're almost in may so we haven't heard anything so that's my prediction june okay are we playing this prices right rules where if you go over no or is it just closest closest that's dumb (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not it's not about you winning Let's yes it is it's always it is. about me winning Steve every time like, one dollar one uh tomorrow bob <laughs> um <laughs> tyler what's your guess i'm going last um, year. may 19th okay i i think that'll be when we see it and i i i'm torn on whether or not we're actually going to get the price and pre-orders available that day uh and and release date although i think we will at the very least, I bet we get the price because then you can have pre-orders. 
you, you still can't do pre-orders um, with just the date. You have to have a price on it. So if they're going to do one or the other, it's going to be price. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my take on May 19th. Brings us to you, Stephen. All right. Um, I'm glad because I thought I was a little early, but you're earlier than I was going. I think May 26th, so exactly one week after your okay. prediction. Um, I think we see price. Uh, release date. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with... We get an even smaller window, but no release date. Okay. Um, maybe, like, it's releasing in November, but no set release date. Yeah. Um, something like that. I think we'll also see games. The oh, games sure. that we're talking about. And I think we see Microsoft's, like, Series S console. Yep. So the, and its price, and it's different. Yeah, because I think if they're going to show that, they need to show it, and they need to compare the price and what you're getting, mm-hmm. and they need to do it all in one fell swoop. Otherwise, um, people will... It's just... You don't want to have people speculate and speculate poorly and have it like presented as fact, which happens sometimes, and then people yeah. like take it as like to heart like it's actual. And I think some people will do that in the in the media. Yeah. Um, Should they be a one card? site? Should there? Yeah, why not? Um, there are people that maybe don't have 4K televisions that, but want the the faster the faster games. Um, I think it needs to be a similar price to the Series X or the One X. I mean, mm-hmm. um, because otherwise, why? I guess. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, why not just get the One X? But if you're looking to upgrade. I think if you want the faster faster load times, if, if I think that could be a game changer um, with just how like great it is to play. It means you're sitting yeah. less time at the loading screen. Um, it'd be really interesting to see like GTA Five because GTA Five has a really long intro loading screen. Um, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like with the, the mm-hmm. SSD and, and and stuff. Um, but yeah, with the faster load times, maybe they don't care about graphics and you still get the you know 60 frames per second performance. Um, and you're not gaming in 4K, but you know, 1080p, 60 frames, or maybe even higher than that. I mean, why not? That's well, the, that yeah. might make it worth getting it over the One X anyway. So yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. Okay. The rumor right now is that it'll be a four teraflop console, which, which is, is less two than the 1X. less than the One X. Yes. Yep, Graham. Uh, if you're day one choosing between what we know of the proposed Series S and then the Series X, which one would you get? Well, I already have the One X, so I don't see me going to the Series S. I would see me going to the Series X. That makes sense. Yeah. And same. Um, and then I'd maybe think about getting a new TV and then moving my One X into a different yeah. location um, yeah. as my backup. But mm-hmm. if I didn't have the One X and I was looking for a second console, I it's all going to depend on price. If, if they price this too high, I... There's a point that it just might be worth buying the One X over it. But if it's priced well enough, like, this could be the perfect backup console for, like, a second room. I would agree. I, I, I think if they do it, it can't be more than $400. Oh, I don't think That's... it can be more than $300. Well, then, there you go. So, I mean... Because otherwise, what's the... Like, dude, you can get this, the One X right now for, like, 200 well, my, with games. My only concern about this is that if there's two versions, that might open the door for them to say, well, we can charge a more premium price for the Series X. I and think they're smarter than that. I hope so. But, you know... 
Um, we'll see. And uh, that's my only concern because that would open the door on the PlayStation side again and not like we're, you know, cheering, but we want Xbox to perform well. It's, we, I, I, I just think they have a vested interest in really controlling the cost, even taking a loss on the Series X. To yes. say we have the most powerful box and Cheaper. at the best price. Yeah, because I've you know there's been speculation that Sony's really worried that they they can't get the the console down mm-hmm. below 450. Um, I think was the last. They're worried about it being 550. Oh yeah, 550. Um, and so yeah, I don't. I think like Microsoft learned their lesson last year or last generation, mm-hmm. 2013. They have a much smarter head of studio yeah. in film. He gets it. Yep. Um, and I think Microsoft, as a company, understands as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they they seem to l- allow Phil to do what they're doing with with yeah. the Xbox, and I, I could see them taking the loss. And because you're gonna make it all back on Game Pass, I mean, like yeah. Game oh. Pass at fifteen dollars a month with no one cancels because mm-hmm. people don't cancel that stuff because like it's fifteen dollars a month. You know, you can easily justify that, and you're just raking in the dough and. It's just, it's a great deal, though. I mean, and I, that sounds like it's just, Game Pass is awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I have, I have Game Pass Ultimate. So it's just, you know, gold and Game Pass Mm -hmm. all together. Yeah. Um, But it's a fantastic deal, but it it also allows them, I think, to, to go a little lower on price for the console itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I, I I would agree. Um, I, I agree as well. All right. So, here's something else we can all agree on. There's not going to be any WWE 2K21 this year. Um, the game was uh, unceremoniously canceled via, I think, social media. <laughs> um, but there, there's going to be news on the future of the franchise on Monday. And, guys, just real quick. like Graham, I know you're a huge wrestling fan. I'm huge. Just, I'm, I'm just kidding. Steven, you've played a little bit of the, of the series, though, over time. And what do they need to do? To fix this, because the launch of 2K20 was horrid. Atrocious. It was, it was unacceptable to release a game in that state and charge $60 for it. And then I think when the when the calendar year turned to 20, it just stopped working. You couldn't play it anymore. <laughs> I think they fixed it. Yeah. But how are you going to name so. a game WWE 2K20 you can't play it in 2020? Right. Um, it's funny for how good the NBA 2K series is. Like, yeah. how are they so bad at this? Yeah, it was And they were bad at baseball, it was too. awful. It was well. They put all of their best people on the NBA, right? That's yeah, their bread and butter fair. because they don't have competition there. They they have an opportunity to not have competition with WWE, but the ceiling is much lower for that franchise than the NBA one is. So yeah, I mean, two um, kind of become one of those games like Madden. Like for some people, it's the only game they get. Yeah, you that's know? true. So, uh. Yeah, 2K20 was bad. I played some of the like the last few years, and I just the loading times were terrible. Like you go into character creation, and it takes you 20 minutes to get in. It feels like yeah, that's my um, first thing. Like the loading times have to be better, and I know the new console should help that. But man, like we've talked about Madden loading times before, and other some other games, it, it, they don't compare to WWE. Like WWE is the the all time champion. Yeah, in, think like, GTA waiting. Yeah, I think GTA Five is like opening loading time just for every time you transition between yes. something. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. Um, I I just I remember I played WWE SmackDown vs Raw. I think 07. Yep. Um, and I played a lot of that game. That was like the only game I played. 
um, at the time, and I loved it. And I was a huge mm. wrestling fan back then. But that game was, like, perfect. It was fast. The storylines were good. The wrestling was fun and, like, responsive and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just fun to play single player through, like, the different... Mm-hmm. Like, trying for the different belts when you play it as whoever. So you could, like, right. switch between characters. Like, that's what they need to... Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see if they if that's what they're doing. If they're going back to maybe the SmackDown versus Raw or something like that, rather than just yeah. the two K series. I don't know who made those games. I gotta look that up. It might have been two K. I don't know. It um, wasn't. It wasn't two K. Um, but the last one I really dove into because I bought twenty, but it's so bad. Like you just can't. Even when I watched WrestleMania this year, I, I wanted to kind. Of, I, I thought about it, but then I was like, oh god, it's just so bad. Like it's so glitchy and, and just awful. Yeah. I can't do it. But I played some of a 15 with Stone Cold on the cover, and that game was actually really fun. The loading times were still awful, but the game itself was fun. I created a character, played through like the My Career mode or whatever they called it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that that was actually really, really fun. I enjoyed it, and I wish there'd be more of that and just better storylines. Um, more put into the writing. Better storylines, better ways to, you know, just add life to the game and make it accessible to people that maybe don't follow wrestling all year. Yeah. So, because there, there are lots of people who know the, like, biggest wrestlers, right? Like, uh, most like people me. know who Brock Lesnar is. They know who, you know, The Undertaker is, and they know who Shawn Michaels is, and they know who Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, and they know... John Cena. People, right? John, John Cena. Yeah. So, they know all those people. So, find a way to bring them in and make it fun and not as much of a pain in the ass to do anything. So, anyway, we're going to find out more Monday about the future of the franchise. I'm guessing they're just going to go away from yearly. Yeah. And we'll see what, what kind of comes of that. All, all right. right. Battlefield Five is not getting any more major content updates after this summer. So, this summer we're going to see... A new standalone expansion that's going to have new content, weapons, and game tweaks, but that's going to be about it. Um, and I know some people are unhappy about that, but I don't know. Like, they're not charging for the premium anymore, right? So a lot of the updates are free. I know there's some paid stuff. There has been some paid stuff for Battlefield Five, but this would normally be the end of a Battlefield game cycle. Because in a normal cycle, Battlefield whatever would be coming out this year. And it's not. They're holding it for the extra year because of the new new consoles. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, I'm okay with it because I think at this point there should be enough content, enough maps in there to keep everybody busy if they like the game and enjoy the game. So, yeah. I don't know. I, none of us have played a ton of this. I liked it. I, I'm okay with it. It's, it's not, in my opinion, Battlefield 1 is better. And Battlefield 4 is better than both. But I, I still enjoyed what I played of five. Grant, I'm still surprised you never played it. Yeah, no, I I didn't get on the Battlefield Five uh, wagon, and I'm kind of glad I didn't, because I, I don't know. Like I said, I could go play Battlefield One that you said is better, and a lot of people argue is better. Like I did really like what they showed in the trailer, like things that you'd be able to do. But then when it turns out you couldn't do that in the game at first, like I don't mm. know if they brought it in after, but I feel like they just like f- gave us, fed us a line, and just didn't like live up to those expectations and thought we would forget about it. But yeah, I didn't forget yeah, I would about never it. Never do that. No, <laughs> yeah, I must EA be. is the most 
honest company that exists today mm-hmm. in the video game world for sure oh for so, sure yeah. yeah but mm-hmm. now take an extra year off we'll, we'll see how i feel next yeah. year next year maybe i'll be ready for it and maybe well, they'll deliver on their promises well and we heard some rumors too right that the new bat a uh, new uh, call of duty might be set in vietnam yes which would be pretty awesome considering that we really haven't seen that like we saw what bad a battlefield expansion two. right yeah, it was yeah. Bad Company 2. Bad Company 2 expansion was set there. And that's about it. So it'd be interesting to see how they navigate through a story and all that. But Or if there is a campaign. We'll see. But uh, looking forward to hearing more on that. Just a rumor for now, though. But finally, not a rumor. Xbox Game Pass is losing GTA 5 on May 7th. So sad Bye. day for everybody who <laughs> uh, played it for the first time there. But it is gaining Red Dead Redemption 2 in May. So uh, if you're a Game Pass member, you got an, uh, an opportunity to play a really awesome game if you haven't oh, yeah. played it yet. Now and I wish I didn't buy it. <laughs> if you're one of those people with Game Pass that uh, played GTA 5 and, and spent a lot on shark cards and invested a lot in online, and either whether money or time or both, you do get 20% off the game. Um, to buy it if you're a Game Pass member. So yeah, that game must be pretty inexpensive now for how long it's been out, and there's always deals on it. <laughs> that was funny, Graham. No, that game is not ever on sale for less than thirty dollars. It yeah. is never on sale for less than thirty dollars, which is surprising is considering how much money they make on the shark cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it honestly, well, they can because they're you know it's the best selling game of all time, yep. but. It's surprising that they didn't put this game on for like $10 because your your goal is to make money off the shark cards. But no, they they haven't. They still charge $30. That's the lowest they charge. I think the game is still $60 regular when it's not on sale. I it could be, be wrong on that. And, and here's the thing. They're probably even, you know, now that it's what, seven years old almost, six and a half. They're still relying on the fact that it's so popular. People want to play with their friends. And if, you know, three of your friends have it, and are playing it constantly, you're going to go buy it. Oh, yeah. In order to play with them. And then you're going to buy shark cards, and it's going to be great for them. And for you. Because you'll enjoy it. So, but yeah, it's, it's leaving on May 7th. Like I said, if you're a Game Pass member, you do get 20% off of the purchase of the game, which might potentially bring it under $30, depending on the original price, whatever it is right now, still. So, uh, but you do get a chance to play Red Dead 2, which is fantastic. Phenomenal game. That. Yep. phenomenal story-wise i the online kind of not not so good yeah. but graham you can just pretend you never bought it and now go play it on game pass and be really <laughs> i know like, Ooh, it's a new game that i don't yeah. have but <laughs> i didn't spend whatever full price on <laughs> so i can't believe you just made that sound for red dead 2 i know graham you no, i know i make that sound because i paid a full price for the game and didn't play it, and now I play it for free. No, but that wasn't as funny as when you bought Devil May Cry 5 for full price for whatever reason, yeah. and then like two what weeks later it came week? to Game Pass. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my favorite Graham moment of the last like six months or whatever, yeah. just for spending money. Besides him spending like 12 grand on the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. like box, box set. Hey, yeah. That loan I took out was worth it. Yeah. All right, so that does it for mainline news story. Steve, what do we have for a quick uh, time events this week? All right, so a couple couple stories. So the Xbox Series X logo was trademarked this week. Look it up. It looks very professional, um, very business-like, I think. Uh, yeah, less it fun. It's interesting choice. Yeah. Um, we also saw that 
Microsoft Flight Sim is going to be a 150 gigabyte download on PC. I can imagine it'll be similar on the consoles, but nothing confirmed yet. But that is bigger than Call of Duty right now, which is the biggest game. in, Or it might be just as big. Because um, Call of Duty with Warzone is, is absolutely huge. And finally, speaking of Call of Duty Warzone, um, so players suspected of cheating are being punished by being placed into matches with each other. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, cheaters can play against cheaters. That's wonderful. I love it. Um, they also banned a bunch of people. Um, I'm pretty sure if they're confirmed of cheating, um, but the, even you're suspected uh, getting placed against other cheaters. That That's just fun to me. Um, I don't understand. what should happen. Yeah, I don't understand why people cheat in those games. No, I, no, I, I, I really don't. Why. I can tell you why in a heartbeat. They just want to win? No, yeah. everybody is going to be the next big streamer now. But why is cheating get you there? Because you're winning. and so But you're cheating, so no one likes watching cheating. But you know, sometimes people cheat and people don't catch on right away that they're actually cheating. Depending on what the, the, the method is. Most of right? it is aimbots and wall hacks. Yeah, so... But people, you know, you go look even on Mixer... And you'll see people saying, I'm ranked top six in the world in, you know, Warzone and blah, blah, blah. And that's how they get people into their channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they get there by cheating and then stop, but then... Maybe. I feel like they... Uh, it does bring up an interesting question, though. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit off of what our mm-hmm. plan was. Um, so, you know, we see crossplay being a, a thing in the last few years of being, like... People ask for it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I personally don't mind console crossplay. I hate crossplay with PC. I turn it off when I was playing Smite the like a month or two ago, and crossplay is enabled across PC and that. And I turn it off because I have zero interest in playing people with mouse and keyboards when I'm playing with a controller. Um, it, I just I like crossplay, but I don't want to see it between the consoles and the PC. I, I don't know so about me, you guys. Let me ask this, because I agree with you on the shooter side. So if it's Halo, if it's Call of Duty, if it's Battlefield, whatever, right? I agree with that 100%. But what if we're talking Sea of Thieves? What if we're talking a sports title? Sea of Thieves is, is fine. Sports titles are fine. Yeah. Um, in fact, I don't... Do people play Madden with mouse and keyboard? No, I don't think so. I would say so, a lot of people play that stuff using the controller. I think Rocket League people play keyboard. Yeah. Um, and that's crossplay. Yeah, I, I guess it just depends on the sports title, um, whether or not I care. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sea of Thieves, that, that's not so bad either. I don't... Well, there probably is a bonus just for how quick you can like reload cannons. It, it just might be faster on mouse mm-hmm. and keyboard and switch between stuff, but... Yeah, it, definitely shooters. Games like Smite, I don't want mm-hmm. to play. Because Smite like, is kind of a shooter because you have to you know, aim your uh, basic attacks. I almost called them yep. autos. But that's that's for League of Legends where they actually auto attack. So you just click mm-hmm. and then you attack. Now you have to aim them. So that, you know, it's harder on the controller than... Well, I think and anything then, where speed and precision are paramount, yeah. it's just going to benefit mouse and keyboard. Like, yeah, I know, but I know a lot of people have been playing or complaining about Fortnite on the PC side because um, it's not aimbot, but it's aim assist on controllers, and they're saying it's like god tier and just ruining the game. Well, a console um, player did win the world championship, but this was this was before. I mean, that was before what's currently happening. Okay. Um, yeah, there. But I think Fortnite pros just like to complain about things. I feel like there's winning. always a massive complaint about something in Fortnite for a game that's free and has been so insanely huge for so popular. Long. Yeah, I mean, 
I missed it. I was trying to get to it last night, but we were playing the show. Um, but that Travis Scott astronomical tour is like supposed. I've seen videos of it. It looks absolutely mm-hmm. amazing, and that's not my type of music. But I love that that's happening, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. probably just logging into Fortnite just to go watch that. Yeah. I mean, there's one more showing today, I think, in like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I actually watched it. The, the oh, kid here, okay. he, he was playing it, and it was it was pretty amazing. They definitely put a lot of time and effort into it. But, um, yeah, it, it's really interesting. Like, I just listened to him. Like, he was having so much fun, and he's playing with friends, and... Just discovering that for the first time was pretty awesome. But I don't know about keep going back to it, but some people like it, and if they like the song, yeah. you give them a but reason. I feel like well, it's only on creating the events, like but it's that. a timed thing. Yeah. So it was only available from Thursday to today mm-hmm. yeah. um, at just different times. It's like a showing. Um, and you go in, you can watch, and then you go back to playing. And I, I just I don't see anything killing Fortnite until they can start having like amazing events, the game being free. Plus, it's just... Nothing's going to kill it. <laughs> yeah, I, like, you know, we see games try, like Apex, and it's just, it's not going to, because Apex is... Like, Apex has a very popular following, and I'm That's sure it's a, I mean, it's a great game. It's just, it's not going to beat Fortnite, because Fortnite's, like, a little more cartoony, so parents don't care so much that mm-hmm. their kids are playing it. Well, maybe now, because they're getting addicted, but they didn't at the start. There's a lot of reasons, and I don't want to I know there's a lot of parents right, right now that love Fortnite. That's probably true. Now that their their kids are stuck inside, they cannot wait. To, you go. You want to play Fortnite twelve yeah. hours straight? Go ahead. Especially if mom's working from home and you know needs <laughs> yeah. needs quiet it's, time. It's true for sure. Yep. for so sure. So Fortnite's like Fortnite is an essential worker at this point. Oh yeah. So hundred percent a babysitter right now. Yeah. But um, Graham, Graham, you wanna you wanna tell us what we can get next week on the Xbox? Uh, yes, on. April 28th, you can get Daymare 1998. You can also get Showrunner. Sorry, that's Snowrunner. I I mistyped that. Apologies. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's sabotaging Graham here. Sabotage. (laughs) Saboteur. I was on my phone. It might have have auto-corrected. When you have somebody else do it. And finally, on the 30th, you can get Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. Already have it pre-ordered. Yeah, that's a great game. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait to go through that campaign again. I know. I might play Call of Duty 4's campaign first, actually. I might, too. I've, I got, like, halfway through it, and I, I kind of want to re restart over. So I, there's some of my favorite missions in mm-hmm. that. I was not a fan of uh, Modern Warfare 3's campaign, really. In fact, I don't even remember it anymore. I remember I the ending. I think I played it. Yeah. I definitely remember the ending, but that's it. You can just tell that it wasn't the same. But one, by the uh, way, Call of Duty Four and then Modern Warfare Two are fantastic. So spoilers for a game that's like twenty years old, mm-hmm. not not quite. But so at the beginning, when when I first started playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, like the campaign, um, you go through like the tutorial like area to tell you what difficulty you should play on. Mm-hmm. And I remember the general sitting there, and I was just like, "This guy's." like an asshole and so i shot him and then i failed which was funny considering what happens yeah. at the end of the story and then i saw someone make a youtube video and it, you know it got popular i was like damn it i did that though um but this was before i even had any of the tech but i mm-hmm. i had the foresight to kill him <laughs> you could have been a youtube star i could have 15 years ago or 10 years ago or whatever I know. that's funny though that's yeah. a great game yeah right. and it's only 20 bucks but only single player, no multiplayer. Yeah, no multiplayer, but uh, the single player campaign in that game is worth it. So oh, yeah. Yep. K 
cannot wait to get my hands on that. So, all right, guys, uh, that is going to do it for episode number 209. And we'll be back next week with 210. But until then, everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Uh, stay inside. If you can, take care of each other. And we will talk to you soon. Play some fun games, guys and gals. Take, take care. Bye, Bye. everybody. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.